Welcome to Phantom Faction Podcast, a podcast to educate, entertain, assist, and guide anyone involved or interested in the paranormal. To reach out to Phantom Faction, see our Facebook page or email us directly at phantomfaction at outlook.com. Here's your trio of hosts, Dan, John, and Danny. And welcome to Phantom Faction Podcast, episode 40. The big 40. <laughs> the big 40. Half of John's age. <laughs> what? What'd you say? That's <laughs> right. I'm Danny. I'm Dan, and I'm John. We're uh, together once again. Yes. Not that old. <laughs> You're only as old as you look. Okay, well, I look that old, but I'm not that old. Already. That's right. So we we survived Shockstock. We did. Yeah. Uh, it was a, a a bizarre time. It was a fun time. Yeah. Many unique characters. <laughs> so let's a lot put it that of way. a lot of unique characters. Yeah, and uh, I thoroughly enjoyed myself, though. It's uh, I'm, I'm glad because I was yeah. worried about you. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were, you know, going to come back with PTSD, or you know, <laughs> you're going to run for the hills. And, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was a good time. Oh, it was. It um, a lot of interesting people, like you said, and we got to interview uh, mm-hmm. David Howard Thornton from the Terrifier movie, and he was a nice guy and had a ton of ghost yeah. stories. Yes, he yeah, could have, he, he could have talked for hours. I think he could have did a whole show. Yeah, for sure. With us and and David Howard Thornton is uh, is a theater theater guy, really a musical mm-hmm. theater. He would talked about yeah. so uh, living in New York City, and so he's had like plenty of going around to these theaters and playing plenty of stories. Cool. So it was uh, quite amazing. So he was impressed. That he said that we do it here in a theater. So. Mm-hmm. Um, but he can totally relate to that. So mm-hmm. nice that guy. was something else. I really uh, enjoyed the monsters of Schlock too. Oh so, yes, um, yeah. uh, Orbach and Pepper and Pepper. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They did a kid show earlier on. Believe it or not, there was kids at Shockstock, John. I what do you guys that, have told me? I, I think they were the kids of some of the vendors and the <laughs> okay. promoters. So it wasn't like uh, people yeah. were bringing their children to the show. But, yeah, but. Uh, yeah, those who had no choice. It was they a lot had of no fun. choice. Yeah, it was a lot of fun, and we met a lot of interesting people, a lot of interesting stories, and uh, mm-hmm. well worthwhile. And we have to apologize to Margaret if Margaret ends up listening to this episode mm-hmm. or her episode or right. her supposed to be episode <laughs> because uh, something was interfering with her story, and that's whoops, and that's the one time I could see something in the room with us, right? And unfortunately, we couldn't. Put her segment on because it was nothing but static. You you were saying, yeah, in a strong static that I've, yeah, that I've never had weird. before. And then we recorded all the others were great. Yeah, yeah, we recorded the next day too. Everything was yeah. fine. So, so. Uh, sorry, Margaret, but yeah, we had to delete your segment. Yeah, uh, I kept it. You kept it. Yeah. All right. So uh, if there's a chance to clean it up, we'll uh, we'll try to clean her up. So. She had some good stories. Too. She did. She did. Yeah. And we're just going to say for this episode. We are on the stage of the Harrison Town Theater once again. Right. And there's something floating around here. Yeah. And we honestly believe that it's messing with... I just saw something. I don't normally see things, but I just saw it over here. (laughs) And uh, there's something floating around here. Yeah. And we, John and I strongly believe that it's messing with our equipment because Danny was getting a little bit of static when he was doing some... You know, test, test, one, two, three stuff. So uh, we do apologize if yep. if there is that. And keep your ears open. So maybe we'll pick up some EVPs. Or right. Some, and uh, you never know. Because there, there are a few things floating yep. around here right now. Yeah, we've just uh, finished a play here um, that ran successfully over the last couple of weeks. So this the set is torn down. So we're on an we're empty stage. Yeah. And it's going to be a bit of a mishmash show today. Right. Because we haven't had a real yeah. roundtable discussion all by the ourselves for a while. Yeah. So so we're going to be all over the place. And John, what are you starting with? This is something that you've been talking about for a while. Yeah. Um, I was really fascinated within the uh, North Carolina. That little boy and our, our American listeners, uh, you guys probably heard about this on the national news. He was three years old, disappeared. Um, from his grandmother's house. And this is the boy who said that a friendly bear mm-hmm. stayed with him and looked after him for the time that he was gone. And how long was he gone? He was gone from his grandmother's uh, for two days. Wow. In freezing conditions. 
And so here's the funny part about it. So he's adamant that this bear kept with him and looked after him in the whole nine yards. Um, this is hibernating time for bears because for a bear to be out, mm-hmm. uh, I think everyone would agree that if this bear actually did look after this child, kept him warm, stayed with him, protected him, whatever, that would probably be the first time ever in history. I don't think a bear is known to look after children. <laughs> um, maybe run away from a kid. Eat them, maybe man. do even worse. Exactly. Um, so this little guy, he was found in actually surprisingly good condition. And the part about it that's, I've got two different reports, but one says he was found 50 yards from his grandmother's house. That entire area was intensively searched. Another report says 400 meters. But again, mm-hmm. we're talking like that's down the street. Right. And where he was found, something had to place them there because it was raining, uh, freezing cold weather. And just above freezing. And on top of that, he was on like a little island of land that hadn't been washed over. And that's where they found him. Mm -hmm. Um, Basically, everyone agrees it was impossible for the amount of volunteers that they had, and they were in the hundreds, to miss him. Yet that he was returned. That's what my impression is. And I think they seem to think that without going into it too much. Mm -hmm. The family's gone real quiet. They're not talking anymore. Right. But they actually posted on Facebook that a bear saved our grandchild, and this is the grandmother, and, and now she's deleted everything. Um, my personal opinion, I don't know what, if it's something to do with the paranormal. Uh, of course, Bigfoot people are saying that this was a Sasquatch. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of this is reminiscent of some of the stuff that Dan and I are really into with David Polites and Missing 411. Mm-hmm. People go missing, and then in an area where in people have been, searchers, all of a sudden, this man, woman, child, whoever it is, appears in an area that has been traveled over multiple times. And this is another one. Good result. He's fine. The kid's good. But uh, my personal feeling is I don't think any way in hell a bear babysat this kid for two nights no. and kept him safe. Just don't. I don't see it. No. I, I, don't, I don't see it. No. Yeah, because a, a bear naturally... Well, you said it was... Hibernation time. Yep. So this was in January, if I remember yeah. correctly. So bears are hibernating then. Yeah. They're not out and about. So, yeah, it, it, he could have just maybe crawled into a, a cave. Cuddled, and, cuddled up to the bear. Yeah, and cuddled up to the bear uh, with sleeping. And uh, it, it could be, I you know. Yeah. But then for... What brought him back to the yeah, site, to, though, to, right? Yeah. And what took, him, yeah. what took him away in the first place? To reappear. And they had to wade through water to get to him where he was. Yeah. And, uh, and they said he was an amazing... Um, so you imagine this little guy, his name's Casey. He's 25 pounds, two feet, four inches. And he was in amazingly good condition. Mm-hmm. So it was like he was kept warm. He was seemed to be, uh, and it's like something just put him there. Yeah. Because a lady was out walking her dogs and she heard him calling for help. And then boom, that's how he was found. Wow. But to be found, there's two reports. One says 50 yards, one says 400 meters, whichever it is. Um, he literally was within where, you know, that's, ground zero they start yeah. from there right and they fan out right so he sure didn't spend his two days yeah and they would have had dogs yeah exactly oh, they yeah. would have had a, a that's helicopter right. with a FLIR camera that's right they would have seen it that they close, would have right? seen him yeah right? and they said there the uh, authorities employed helicopters drones and canine units so you know it's just i don't know people can weigh in we, we'd like you to on facebook tell us what you think um i don't think it was a bear was it a sasquatch couldn't tell you Mm-hmm. You know what would be interesting, like, say, 10 years from now, they take him to a uh, uh, hypnotherapist yeah. Yeah. and get him to do some, reg- some regression, yeah. regression and see if what he comes up with. That's right. It would be interesting to, you know. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Showed yeah. up in a picnic basket. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe, hey, maybe a bear was looking for a boo-boo. Maybe that's what it was. There we go. Maybe boo-boo. <laughs> That's right. So and who knows? But I just see a picture there. A cute kid. Yeah, little guy. Yeah. And guess he wasn't tasty enough. <laughs> if yeah. he was protected by a bear to get him to his final place before he was found, you think the kid would would be the last thing he would remember. Right. The bear would have had to have dragged him. Yeah. To the location. It would have been marks on that. him. Yeah, right. he, and he didn't have marks, scratches. Because we don't have well, scruffs of the neck like animals do. That's no. right. And that's how they carry their young, right? Yeah. yeah so, so if it grabbed him by the back of the neck, there would be. Yeah, imprints from the teeth. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, yeah, freezing, yeah, two freezing nights. It says three-year-old boy survived two freezing nights alone in the North Carolina woods. 
Well, and he says a bear helped him do it. So <laughs> there you go. So let us know what you think. Um, I don't know. Paranormal, Sasquatch. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. But it's it's a very bizarre case. Yeah. All I'll say is this: when I heard a bear looked after a kid for two nights in the woods, I don't buy it. No. Yeah. Yeah. Unless that kid had some sort of communication with with that bear. Yeah. You know yeah. that. Uh, mm-hmm. Very strange. Very strange. So that was kind of my one that I wanted to talk about. It's yeah. It's got to be something paranormal or. If there's a real world explanation, nobody's come up with. Yeah, so. and I think you're right, Dan. Uh, once he gets older, you know, oh, yeah, let's see Love to what it. he remembers, and then do the regression, yeah, just to see, yeah. And see the other the thing story. too, if you listen to different podcasts, like for example, Sasquatch Chronicles, mm-hmm. people who make um, noise about what happened to them, like hunters who've seen Sasquatch and. There was yeah. one about a guy who claims he shot one, you know, out of freer, fear and what have you. They'll have people come to them and basically put the fear of God in them to keep quiet. Yeah. And wonder if this what could have happened to this family because they've gone quiet now. They've they just don't then taken everything off social media. That's right, exactly. So if it, if the you know if Sasquatch is real, if that's what, I don't know, but I think everybody would agree that we there's no other historical case of a bear right. babysitting a child and a Sasquatch, which is more human-like, which we think, yeah, right, may have and, the feelings for a little, yeah. And little there's one. there's there's also if you Google it, there's children who claim that a a hairy man right carried me around. We've heard stories about that. That's out there. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? He called it a bear. Yeah. I don't know what it, what it was. Well, this little guy wouldn't know what a, a bigfoot no. is, right? No, no. You know, that, that young. If if he said a big gorilla. That would have been interesting too, though. Oh, I yeah, imagine that. Yeah, yeah. So, but he may be. I mean, he's got stuffed bears and stuff, and just related it to being a bear yeah, for sure. Yeah. But I would think more or less. My my thought is a Sasquatch. I think could be. If, yeah. You know, and I'm still. I I I'm more of a believer, if you will. But I'm like, I want to see one, right? That's yeah. where I'm at. Yeah, I, I'm sort of the same way. Yeah. We we heard enough from Peter and Christine that we kind of go, oh, okay, yeah, it's, yeah, you know, there's <laughs> there's something to this. But uh, anyway, you know, well, even way my in, folks. even my little expedition up there. Yeah, you had makes you go last year. I was like, yeah. holy cow! Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There's some there's some strange stuff out there. Yeah, I can't. So. Yeah, exactly. So let us know what you think. But I don't think it was a bear. Um, yeah. You know, who knows? Who knows? And speaking of, you know, keeping up with the. The whole Bigfoot topic. Um, Jim and Andrew, uh, two guys that I went out with squatching mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. North Bay, Ontario mm-hmm. last November, I think it was. They just contacted me. Uh, they had a, a very strange incident in the bush up north. Uh, there was still a little bit of snow on the ground. And Andrew sent me a text and says, do you know anything about women... You know, a woman wearing a, a dark robe with glowing blue eyes. Oh. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I see them all the time. <laughs> but I was like, no. I said, uh, you know, I didn't really know what he was talking about. And I, I said, can you give me a little bit more information? And uh, he said he and his dad were coming out of the bush. It was 9 o'clock at night, so it's, it's dark. Yeah. And as they're coming out, you know, they're kind of looking at their feet. Yeah. Just, they, you know, sure. watching where you're walking. And they looked up, and a woman was walking right beside them, like towards them. And she had this black cloak on. And Andrew didn't see her face, but his dad did. Mm-hmm. And he said she had glowing blue eyes like a lightsaber. Wow. And they and she passed them without a word. I don't think she looked at them. And they looked down at her feet, where she, she had been, and there's no footprints. Wow. So mm-hmm. it was almost like she was gliding across the snow and this really unsettled the two of them because you know we, i've been talking to them on facebook and watching the thread that they posted and and uh trying to figure out what they saw whether it was a real person or a, a mm-hmm. spirit or a, an, an elemental and you know and people are, yeah. are weighing in on mm-hmm. the different types of things and yeah and uh i'm curious to to know what what it's all about, and then I haven't, uh, I haven't looked. I, I googled googled it a little bit, but I didn't find anything really mm-hmm. that I could uh, 
you know, talk yeah. about, like, or where right. other, other people had the, had the same It's really a, a good, uh, on YouTube, a uh, guy that runs uh, a series called Slapped Ham. No. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Australian <laughs> guy. It's a strange name. This is Slapped Ham. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. watch him. and I just find it totally fascinating, but he always gives you, like, the top ten photographs that are totally yeah. unexplained, or, you know, and he cool. goes through them all. And it's really good, but there there are some pictures in there of people that were in the woods, you know, that they'll see a, a woman shape or a witch or, a, you know, mm. that should not be there or and old photographs or, you know, and sometimes it's just like photographs, like, can you see, you know, what's wrong with this photograph, you know, and there's an extra hand in it or something. Right. But uh, yeah, I, I recommend that if you, you know, want some good viewing, check out Slapped Ham. Yeah, I, but, I'm, I'm hoping... Jim and Andrew will uh, invest in some GoPros and mm-hmm. you know stick them to their foreheads <laughs> next time they're out. Yeah, doing, and yeah. you know doing what? And one behind them too. Yeah, yes. there's stories about that. People getting a lot of success with one looking yeah. the other way, pointing behind. Yeah, but they they said they didn't say anything to her. They didn't say anything to her, and she just kind of disappeared down the trail. Yeah, and they were like, "Okay, let's get out of here." Right. You know. But uh, I mean, probably know it was a actual lady just out for a walk, and uh, no footprints. You know. <laughs> but yeah, who knows, right? Yeah, but, no, she, I, but I they said there's no impressions in the snow. Yeah, and because it's it was melting, mm-hmm. it's it's got that crusty, you know, that granular yep. texture to it. And they said there's nothing, no impressions. Yeah. So uh, the woods can be a strange thing. Yes. Well, when yeah. when I was up there with them last winter. Um, we saw some orbs going through the trees. Yeah. And they, you know, a lot of uh, Bigfoot sightings have those orbs. Mm-hmm. Um, That's right. In conjunction with them. And there is that theory that they can um, affect their vibrational rate. Mm-hmm. And when you're seeing those orbs, that's them right. actually moving through the trees. Yeah. So it's because uh, that makes me think more and more that. Sasquatch is a more of a paranormal right. being, other than like a flesh and blood kind of yeah. I can accept bipedal that. Yeah. kind of yeah. thing, right? Yeah. So yeah, I can accept that more than I can just a who's uh, sitting on the bench here. Yeah, we we've, <laughs> so, we've got a lot of activity during our podcast, yeah, here, we, folks. We've got a lot, lot of activity. Yeah. And there's there's a curtain bench. was moving before. Yeah, you saw that too. Right? Yeah. Oh, is watching. that what you were looking at? Yeah, yeah. the curtain was moving. Okay. Yeah. And then I kind of, in my mind, I said, could you move it some more? And then it stopped. Yeah. So it was kind of like, yeah, so we, we have and something someone here. just sat down on the bench behind Danny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but there's a few people or a few entities moving around. Yeah, and they're keeping tonight. our little guy away. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, hopefully yeah. they'll leave the uh, recording alone. <laughs> <and not laughs> yeah. Or with it. speak into it. Or, yeah. Come on yeah. over here and tell us your name. Like, speak yeah. as loud as you can into this recorder here. Yeah. And uh, you're more than welcome to. Yeah, tell us your name. Yeah, move so something. That's, that's the least we ask of you. Mm-hmm. And don't touch. <laughs> don't mess with the computer. Yeah, that's so. right. Yeah, feel free to step toward the microphone. Mm-hmm. So, uh, John has had some interesting activity at his home lately too. Yeah, my house. Keeping my, with the mishmash. Uh, yeah, my quiet house uh-huh. is is now uh, gone. <laughs> Busy again. So give people some. So Dan has written his book. And now he's working on mine. We gotta mm-hmm. think of a title for that too. I haven't. I've come on up totally empty on that. The haunted and, John. No. <laughs> the haunted John. <laughs> sounds like it's a toilet. Haunted John. Um, <laughs> well, if the book turns out to be shit, that might. But, um, if people would go back and you you know about my story and the, the rental property we had and we had a lot of things going on. Um, on the bench. Well, this isn't a meter. Oh, okay. Just, no, I'm no. So it's a recorder. So yeah. sorry, Danny just went to get his digital recorder. Uh, see if we get some extra. See if we get any extra EVPs or anything. <laughs> we'll set it on the bench. Yeah. 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 So Dan's had me. Um, I'm on an app on my iPad. I'm recording it. Just my voice speaking. Okay, here's what happened in the beginning. And Dan's putting it in, into words into a book form. And the minute I started doing that, the activity of my house has just gone to the roof. Yeah. I get the sense of it's particularly one guy. And I got one EVP. So far, yeah, on, yeah. on his audio, as, as I was, yeah, writing. really tough to make out, but it's a guy. It's a man, man's voice. He's like, he just kind of goes, rrr, rrr, rrr. yeah, like, and I, yeah, we're I gonna have to slow it down. I listened to it like four or five times, and it just goes, rrr, rrr, rrr. yeah, grumble something as he's talking, yeah. So, and he, yeah. I get a guy who watches me from 
the balcony, right? And he's there. It's, it's the same guy every time. And then I, I'm going to start doing some, like, uh, I got to figure out record because I've got a black orb that will appear quite often. Mm-hmm. And this black orb will just race around my room, boom, 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 and then it takes off. Um, I get banging on the walls upstairs. And whenever I record, I'm the only one there. I don't do it when people are around. Um, cat acts bizarre, like something's harassing him. And then I was just telling you guys before we started recording, now that whatever's there has figured out how to work my furnace. And we're at the time of year now where we don't need our furnace every night and every day. Right. Because we're warming up here. And we have the furnace in the off position. And we've woken up at 3 in the morning. And you can hear the furnace on. And then you realize, holy crap, it's hot in here. And it's been turned on. And it's a button you have to make. And it's not like a simple little flip. It's a deliberate button you got to press. And the temperature's been set. Other times... We'll set the temperature, the furnace is on, and then when if it goes below a certain temperature, it kicks on, right? And we have what we call a hold button, so that never changes. It's always in that window that you want it. And then next thing you know, the furnace comes on, and we're like, hold on. And then you look, and the hold has been changed. Oh, wow. And it's been bumped up four, six, eight degrees. Hmm. Um, so it's really strange. But the activity in my house, not much. But the minute I sit down to record, and I was saying to Dan this latest chapter I did, I got to redo. It's almost like I was totally distracted the whole time. Mm-hmm. Dan, if I'd have sent it to him, you'd hear me pause because I'm seeing this orb go boom, boom, flying around the room. And I got to redo it because it's it's just so bad. It's all, I was distracted all the whole time, right. banging on walls and all this other stuff. So, so you figure you reopened that portal or Maybe. whatever you want to call it. Or? Um, you know what? I don't think it's that spirit, Big John, mm-hmm. who's the you know the guilty culprit in that. But I, it's like his cohorts or something. Right. You know, and it's unbelievable when I start doing that. And let people know, too, the furnace thing, like, Lisa's verified it, too. Mm-hmm. Like, at one point, she went to kind of, like, give me shit. I said, I haven't touched it. Mm-hmm. Right. And we and we, now we both watched it enough that this thing's being turned on, reset, you know, and it's like, holy It's almost like when I was a kid and our spirit used to mess the thermostat all the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it drove my dad nuts. Yeah, and then he's figured it's a kid. <laughs> and then my yeah. dad put a screw yeah. And the wall to block the the needle from going over because of the old school yeah. thermostats. And then mm-hmm. next morning we came out and the needle was on the other side of the screw. Wow. And, yeah. yeah. My dad was like, what the? Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. 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 But uh, it's like, it wasn't me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. We used to have uh, pictures that were hanging on the walls in uh, like paintings or whatever. And you'd just hear a crash and we'd go into the front room. This is when I lived at home my parents and you'd go and you'd pick up the picture and the uh, back frame wire was still intact and the nail was still on the wall. Yeah. So it would have literally have to been pushed up, up and Oh, right. you never told us this. Oh, hold note again, huh? <laughs> yeah. it, it happened a few times. And really? Yeah. Um, you can't explain that. No, no, that's it. Like, uh, and, and my mom who is very open to this sort of thing, but she was just like, yeah, yeah, just accept it, you know, and, uh, didn't really want to talk about it all that much, but uh, she always felt when stuff like that happened that there was going to be a death in the family oh, or uh, or was something. Was it always the same pictures? Or? No, um, I actually I witnessed it once in our front room while I was watching TV, and it was like happened just beside me. It wasn't your mom's collectible Elvis plates? No, no, I don't even know what <laughs> the Elvis. <laughs> I don't even know what the painting was, and I believe it was a painting that my my sister would have painted and that was hanging on the wall. Right? So, hmm. wow. but I remember that one. But my mom had it happen a number of times in the, in the house and and in the apartment that we used to live in as well. So. She used to talk about the pictures that would fall, but the nail was still there. Wow. So, yeah. No, I'm not holding out, but some of this stuff just not comes back yeah, to come, me yeah. when I, yeah. you know, when I hear things and it's like, man, you know, like I said, I've always been around it. Maybe, uh, you know, you shut certain things out. Yeah, but, uh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And the other thing too, we got a lot of lights coming on randomly. Oh, wow. I've had that. Yeah. Um, I was coming into the bathroom. And the upper stairway lights were turned on, and I never use these lights. Mm-hmm. I don't need them. And then I, as soon as I walked out, I knew. And actually, the, the feeling in my house was kind of, you know, I thought, okay. So then I went to go into my bedroom because I'm going to bed now. And my sunlight lamp that I turned on is off. I turned that on. So then that's when I, okay, got to do some protection here. And But ever yeah. since 
we started on this book. Yeah. It's, you know, it's yeah. just been boom. It's like it's something kind of woke up and went, oh, okay, I'm going to yeah. show you I'm not happy Maybe with this. Yeah, something that doesn't yeah. want to be exposed in the book or... Yep, it's it's bizarre, but it's... Uh, and it can be quiet as a mouse, and the minute I sit down to start, things will happen. Yeah. Things will start happening. It's bizarre. And this black orb hasn't appeared every time, but I'm going to say, like, every third chapter and when it comes around like it i mean it stays in the room for a while like, yeah. and just boom, 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 to get your attention mm-hmm. and then you watch it and it just takes off out and the last to, time get a picture of it yeah that's what i'm doing yeah. i'm gonna take my, my camera and put it on video is it trying to get you to follow maybe or i don't know or to distract me or, or just distract you yeah right? or a display of like you know because it's moving really rapid right yeah you have to yeah. wonder too like there have been things that have, have affected maybe all of us, but you especially, and then me a little bit. And, and you think like they don't want you to succeed, or they don't want your book to mm-hmm. get written, or you, they don't want the podcast to happen. Yeah. And it's like, what does it matter to whoever is yeah. trying to affect it? Right. Like, why do you care? Yeah. Right. Like, move on. Mm-hmm. Go away. <laughs> you know. Yeah. And uh, you hear about people talk about. You know, like, I can't find my car keys, and it's keeping me from leaving the house, and i got to get to work, and, you know, or, mm-hmm. you know, oh, it's making my computer act up, and, right. you know, John, he's being distracted from recording. Mm-hmm. And it's like, who, like, what ulterior motive do any of these things have? Yeah. Like, why would they care? Yeah. You know what I mean? Unless they're just... I, I think they're trying to create negative energy. Well... You know, get your blood pressure up. Me get mad or something, and We're feeding off you, know. you again. Yeah, that's what they're hoping for. Maybe you know, but you know better now. No, I don't. I don't than to, um, to give into that stuff, right? Yeah. Like, like the only thing I'll do now is, and sometimes, especially if I'm alone, I'll just say, you know what, f off. You're not welcome to my home. And then I just do my light thing and right. just blast light, right? Mm-hmm. You know. And even the last time that orb thing was there, it was funny because it went back and forth, back and forth, and then it went out the right side of the house. And as I watched where it left. My cat was on the ottoman, and his head was looking directly. It was like he saw it too, eh? Right. You know, and that's why I thought next time I go to do this, I'm going to record because it'd be cool if you could see at least my cat's head following this thing. You know, like a cat does with a yep, you know, like laser a laser light or, or something. something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it, it, it's very strange. It, it's been so quiet, and then all of a sudden, you start doing this. And from the first time I recorded, I mean, like the lights being turned on, mm-hmm. um, and that's the other thing too. And that's why I think they want negative energy because Lisa will come home, and she does afternoon shift. She's home at 11.30. I'm gone to bed usually by then, during the week anyway. And she'll comment the next day that, you know, you leave all the goddamn lights on. <laughs> you know? She's not no better, no. And she kind of like, yeah, you forgot. But then with the, the furnace, and she was right there one time when it clicked on. And she said, I turned that off. And she went right over and it was turned on again. Mm-hmm. So, and I said, Lisa, we got something interfering with us here. And then she's on board, right? Right. Yeah. Very, very strange. Just, just the recording of this book. Is she getting a little bit better about all this? Yeah, you know, I still think deep down she just like I wish you all just you would go away. Yeah, you would go away <laughs> would be part of it. Yeah, mm-hmm. like make a living from this or make it stop. It's I think where she does. Oh, you were looking <laughs> past John. I was I just searching. I was, all right. There's a lot yeah, of movement we, over we here. We have activity over to our right. Knock on the back of Danny's head. Something. Hey. hey. <laughs> He's the only one that hasn't been assaulted by a ghost yet. <laughs> and I don't want him. Yeah, yeah want exactly. To I don't blame it. Yeah. So, blame it. All right, we'll take a break. You're listening to Phantom Faction Podcast. To reach out to Phantom Faction, see our Facebook page or email us directly at phantomfaction at outlook.com. Back on Phantom Faction Podcast, episode 40. First, we're going to yeah. talk about what was going on as we... Uh, and we uh, had a bigger than normal break here. We sure did. So John saw Shadow Man walk out of the of the corner of the, the backstage here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. and uh, Stage right. You, you stage Which right. I felt I saw earlier yep. walk the other way. That's right. Yep. And you're mm-hmm. picking up that he's not the nicest fella. Yeah, so we had a problem with static in the beginning. It mm-hmm. was him interfering. And I'm getting these messages. Um, there's all kinds of different where you guys build sets. Platforms. Yep. And, and wood and what have you. Very and, back wall here. Yep. Yeah. And as I walk to try to get a feeling for what's there, um, I, I got clearly in my head, I could just hear, if I could push these over on you, I would. And yeah. I'm like, okay, so you're you're an asshole, right? Yeah. And then <laughs> as you two were talking about other things, um, I got drawn to those big, huge ladders that they have on the stage at the back here. Yeah. And he told me, and then I asked Danny to confirm it. He said that to me, 
these ladders have fallen and they're on, on behind bungee cords. And we're talking big ladders, folks, like what are those, 20-footers or more? Um, he said that uh, yeah, these ladders have fallen before and they can fall again, almost kind of like a, an inference is when we go to leave. That, hey, mm-hmm. I, But I think we got a spirit here that's all talk and no go. But uh, for some reason, he just seems really agitated. I don't know where he came from. Just out of the blue. Yeah, just out of the blue. Um, yeah, I don't know if he followed us from the restaurant where we're supposed to do an investigation. And I'm really hot to go to that investigation because I got mm-hmm. all these premonitions of strong EVPs. And blah, blah, right. Blah. Yeah. Yeah. And they've been doing some uh, renovating on their third floor of that place. Mm-hmm. Which is going to stir up lots of stuff. <laughs> yes. So, anywho... Hypnotism. Always been interested in hypnotism, and I've actually hypnotized somebody before. You have. I have, yeah. Oh, poor girl. Oh, Oh, the poor girl. She got a weekend she can't account for. The side of the van said free candy, and then I woke up in Mexico. How did you hypnotize somebody? We had this course that. You are holding back on us. We're going to find out he's like an assassin for the CIA, and. Yeah. You know? (laughs) It was a course that. I was taking journalism at the time, and there was a teacher there that had just said, you know, if anybody's interested in hypnotizing or hypnotists, or he says, uh, I'll teach a little class, you know, after hours type of thing. So so I thought, you know, what the heck, you know, and how to hypnotize people, which I thought was, was fascinating. Now, it's not like these some of these hypnotists who can just snap their fingers and a person goes out. It was actually a very interesting guiding the person down, relaxation, taking them right through their body type of thing so that they feel each part, you know, of the body, like if they were laying down, each part of the body that's touching the bed or wherever you have them on the couch or... And you just make them fully aware of their body. And the the funniest thing about the hypnotism is that when I started doing it, and I had a book on it, and I don't know if I still have it or even what it's called anymore. But the funny thing is, is that when you when you do get a person under, you know it. Your connection with them is, you know. Now, I didn't make anybody, you know, walk like a chicken or, or do anything like that. But... Uh, Lame. <laughs> the, the one guy we I did at a party one night, and he's the shyest guy that hardly ever talks or whatever. I had him singing every really? song. You know, I'd say, oh. well, you know, I'd say, well, what about Hotel California <laughs> or something like? <laughs> and he would just start singing it, and you know, I just and he told me it was the greatest experience that that he ever had. He never felt that relaxed. I've always life. been told so. that you can never get someone to do something they don't want to do. Right. So that's something deep down that he wanted to do. Right. And you just broke that layer. I opened him up. And yeah. And let him that. do it. Yeah. So did he go back to being really shy again? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, right. You should have just left him hypnotized. <laughs> well, I never, I don't think I ever took him out of it. You know, oh, no. I just, because even we talked about that and I go, no, just leave it. I mean, we've never seen him this way before. Right. Right? So wow. that's, that's funny. Yeah. So that was just more of a hypnotizing, but for relaxation purposes and, mm. you know, to open up type of thing. Mm. Uh, and it is a really uh, a neat experience. but So that's my sort of experience with hypnotizing. But uh, it can go even deeper, like these guys that do the, the hypnotist shows, how they get people under that quick. or I don't know. Yeah, but there is a certain connection, though, that you feel right away when you have that person under. And you'll know if you don't have that person under, if they're faking it. you know. And that's a lot of times when the hypnotist will have people on stage and he'll go around and do little tests on them and then he'll yeah, point at them and set set them down because yeah. he's just not connecting with them yeah mm-hmm. wow but you got connected i did i got hypnotized a couple of weeks ago mm-hmm. by our good friend miss kelly elson right and she was on episode three or four i think it seems so long ago i yeah. know <laughs> it was way back right and kelly is a very well-known psychic medium uh from bruce county yep not far from here and she, uh, at the beginning of the year, messaged me and she said, there's something going on with you. She says, because you keep popping into my head. Hmm. And I said, no, I don't think so. And I said, you know, I've been thinking about coming to see you and because and, I know that she has classes, psychic development classes and right. that sort of thing. And she says, all right. She says, well, you know, when you figure it out or I figure it out, we'll connect again. And then I messaged her out, out of the blue 
And I said, listen, I'd like to take one of your, or I'd like to have one of your hypnotherapy mm-hmm. classes or treatments. Treatments, yeah. Because she said that people can actually be hypnotized into opening up their antenna, their mm-hmm. psychic antenna, even more. So imagine how scary that would be for you. Oh, great. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm all for it. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I went up to her place, and into her studio. And uh, so she had me lay down on this bed. Mm-hmm. And it's in her studio, and it's you know very warm, very comfy place. And she had me doing the the breathing and the counting and all that stuff. Right. And uh, I don't know if I was actually out or under, mm-hmm. and, but I was really relaxed. And she's sitting there talking, and she's sitting mm-hmm. you know across the room from me in her in her chair, and and uh, she said, "I'm going to have you." Um, walk down a hallway, and it's a very what's the word? It's a very ornate hallway. It's it's like a hotel kind of thing. And in my mind, I could see this really fancy hallway, mm-hmm. almost like the Four Seasons, or but or like the Overlook Hotel, right? <laughs> from the Shining kind of thing. Yeah, but it was almost like uh, it was very. It was like like an old lady had. Uh, mm-hmm. um, What's the word I'm looking for? Decorated it. Oh, okay. Because there's like very old tables and... Did she describe this or this is what no, you saw? No, this is what I'm seeing. Okay. And she said, one of the doorways is going to call to you. Mm-hmm. And the second door on the left, there was a light coming out from under it and I, and I went in. That's as much as I can remember too. Mm-hmm. And she says, there's a wardrobe in this room and a mirror, full-size mirror. And she said, inside the wardrobe, is every kind of garment mm-hmm. um, for different periods of time. So it's almost like she's doing a little bit of a regression, a slight regression as well. So, you know, like you're thinking like 15th century robes are in there and suits of armor and and everything you can think of, right? Mm-hmm. So she says, pick something out. So I, in my mind's eye, I reach out and I pull out a football jacket. Like from the 50s. Hmm. You know, like the letter. Like yep. the Archie Andrews kind right, of the, stuff, right? Yeah, Letterman's and, and jacket. And it had uh, the blue body. And it had like gold-colored sleeves. Yeah. And she said, go look in the mirror. And I looked in the mirror, and it wasn't me. Hmm. It was a guy. Yeah. A white guy. with uh, He was skinny. It wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> brown hair. Yeah. He was young. He looked like he was 20, 21. He's wearing a god awful looking plaid shirt underneath this football jacket, huh. and uh, then she said, and "Then there will be a, a a tool, an item that'll be your psychic tool, mm-hmm. something that is, that helps you with your abilities." And I looked, and in this cabinet, this wardrobe on the bottom shelf was a lantern, like a red oil lantern, like the kind you have to yep. fill with uh, mm-hmm. fluid and, and light the wick. Yep, and. Uh, she had me come out of it. There was some other stuff, but I can't really remember what it was. She said you might remember it as you go. Mm-hmm. Like things will just pop in your head. And she woke me up or snapped me out of it or whatever. She said, so how long do you think you were under? And I said, ah, maybe eight, eight minutes. Yeah. She says, you were under for 27 minutes. Well. And I was like, what? Wow. And she recorded the whole thing. Yeah. I was like, well. Really, 27 minutes? I literally felt like eight minutes. Right. Which is weird. And she says, that's how I know mm-hmm. it worked. Right. I thought, oh, so that was really cool. Yeah. So, <clears throat> I mean, we've we've talked about us picking up on things, and especially John and I, when we've gone after mm-hmm. spirits, like earthbound spirits, and we've described them to each other, and I've been able to pick up on their names and things like that. So last weekend, I went to one of Kelly's shows. Mm-hmm. It was a, uh, a charity night for, uh, I'm not even sure what the charity was, but it's for, it was all ladies. There's mm-hmm. maybe about 70 of them there. And she's doing her show, and she's going around to the different tables, and she's picking up on, mm-hmm. you know, people's loved ones that are deceased. And, and she was really nailing it. Like, mm-hmm. like yeah, she's really I, good. I was impressed, yeah. you know. And... I'm sitting there off to the side, and I kept getting a whiff of either wet dog 
Uh huh. Or a farm animal, like like <laughs> like goats. Oh, it's almost like it, it would like run by me. Yeah. And I would smell it, and I and I took my wife with me, and I said, "Do you smell that?" She's like, "Smell what?" Yeah. She's all I can smell. She's like, "Did you fart?" Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it was like this animal, whatever it was, kept running by me. Mm-hmm. So then I got this name coming to me, Clarence. Mm-hmm. And it kept coming into my head, Clarence, 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 over and over again. And I kept getting, then I started getting images. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Kelly's doing her show, so I'm not going to stand up and go, hey, yeah. Yeah. you know, can you, uh, can you help me out here? Or does somebody here have a Clarence yeah. um, connected to them? And at the end of the, the evening, one of the servers, mm-hmm. uh, I, I don't know how, but she came over to me and I said, do you have a Clarence connected to you? She says, well, I have an uncle, mm-hmm. Clarence. And I said, he's passed away. She's like, yeah. And I said, he wasn't very old, was she? She says, no, he was like 63, 64. <clears throat> and I described him to a T. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had a very round face. He was a farmer. Yeah. You know, that really, you know, shiny cheeks, you know, because yep. he's in the sun a lot, wearing the, the black baseball cap. And I said, did he own goats? And she said, yeah. <laughs> and she's looking at me. You just nailed it. Yeah. And I said, did he own a lot of dogs? Mm-hmm. And she's looking at me. She says, yeah. I. She said he had, he had like yeah. a whole bunch of large dogs. She says he loved animals. Yeah. And I got this image of this black and white dog. I'm not sure what kind it was, but it had like, it was pretty fluffy. Uh-huh. And I described this dog and she says, holy crap. She said that was his favorite. Sorry. And so I got this man's name, what he looked like, yeah. that he had goats on his farm, that he had all these dogs and this black and white dog, Yeah. and I could smell it. Well. And, and uh, I got an Im- image of him with a big smile, and he was giving me the, the thumbs up. Yeah. And I told Kelly, and she's like, ah, oh, see? You know? Yeah. You and, do it uh, too. Yeah. It was, it was neat. Yeah. And earlier on in the show, and I told, I told John this at the pub before we got mm-hmm. going. I could see spirits all over that room. Mm-hmm. They were like standing beside the tables waiting for her to come over. Yeah. And we were sitting against the wall and there was, <clears throat> and I was looking down towards this one table and I could see a spirit standing there. It was a man. Mm-hmm. He was wearing like a light colored um, suit, mm-hmm. like a tan colored suit. And he had gray hair and it was slicked to one side, like, mm-hmm. like that really fine comb, you know, that right. the old men do. And the name Bill, William, came to me. And half hour later, Kelly started to gravitate over to this table. And she says, who's Bill? Who's William? Mm-hmm. And I was like, whoa. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and my wife looks at me. She's like, oh, she's getting all <laughs> creeped out, right? Yeah. And it was this lady's brother-in-law mm-hmm. who had passed away. And he had apparently been a real ass his whole life. Mm-hmm. Treated her and his brother like garbage, and he was there to apologize. Oh, wow. And she didn't want anything of it. Because yeah. she was like, still hates the guy. And Kelly was like, listen, you know, he's yep. he's looking back on his life, and he's he's feeling really bad, and he wants to, and mm-hmm. the lady was like, all right, you know, and, uh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, there was one other incident where she was at a table at the far end of the room. Yeah. And she says, I'm getting a name over here. And I said to myself, or I said to my wife, I said, Alan. Yeah. And doesn't Kelly, she yeah. can't hear me. Right. Because she's like 50 feet away. She says, I'm getting the name Alan. Yeah. And I was like, wow. Mm. Uh, and, uh, you know, my wife's just looking at me like, oh, Jesus, yeah. right? And, but it was really cool, mm-hmm. you know, and I didn't get any sense of nonsense from her. Yep. You know, like I like watch some of these psychic mediums with their yeah. TV shows. Yeah. And, it, it's and a go, There's gift. a G name over here, and like six yep. people put their names up or their hands up. And, and they say a name. It was, yeah. Yeah. But she, she, like at one point, she walked over and she says, Who's Rick, Bob, and George? Yeah. And this lady kind of perks up. Yeah. And then she said, Who's this other name? And the lady says, That's my ex husband. Yeah. Or she says, That's my deceased husband. She goes, Who's Rick, Bob, and George? She says, those are his brothers. <laughs> she got all She got all right the names, boom, boom, boom. Yeah. And it was like, wow. Yeah. And her 
Kelly's daughter, who manages her, was, was sitting with us too, and I and I leaned over and I said, "I guess she's legit, huh?" She's like, "Oh yeah, she's legit." <laughs> yeah. And but it was it was kind of neat. It was kind of yeah. neat for me to have that. Oh yeah. That validation. Yeah, you're picking up on that. I was vibration picking up on this well. guy, and he singled me out for yeah. some reason. Yeah. Because as soon as my ass hit the chair when we started, I kept yeah. getting Clarence, Clarence, Clarence. Well, he probably knew that the server wasn't going to be part of the show, and that was his way of letting them know. Oh, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. So oh, okay, I'll go to this guy. The big guy. Yeah. Yeah. Let him. Yeah. Let him pass it on. But he got his really he got cool. his message across. Yeah. And uh he gave me the thumbs up. Yeah. And it was it was really neat. Very profound. And I'm thinking, hmm. Yeah. So it's, it's like this. when she shows up, she's like a beacon and they just Yeah. Oh hey, I'm gonna get a message oh, across. And you yeah. said those people in tears like crazy, right? Oh she had she yeah. had this poor woman. The first two women she approached, she yeah. had them bawling their eyes out like in seconds. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> I well, felt bad. I was one of the first ones to get her booked here at this theater when she started doing live shows. And I had actually just discovered her, uh, you know, from where I work. A, a guy had known her and and uh, looked up her website and actually saw that, you know, she had, you know, she would do live shows. And I thought... Well, you know, TV was certainly a big part of it at that point because they had these psychics, the weirdo one, oh, yeah. you know, doing <laughs> her show and making a lot of money and yeah, stuff. And selling books and crap. So I thought, you know what, maybe maybe it'd be nice to have a, a psychic, just something different to have here in the theater. And it was her first show that she had, had did. And, and Her very first show? Uh, I believe so, yeah. Oh, wow. And it was just funny because that's where I had brought out a stool for her to sit on, right? And she started doing her show, and her first part of the show was explaining what she, how she gets her messages and everything mm-hmm. like that. And she kept looking at the chair, and she said that was the very first time that she's ever seen the spirits. Like she could always hear them and connect with them. So you could see the guy sitting on the stool. She saw, yeah. She says, "Oh, somebody's here sitting on that stool." Yeah, right? and she said at one point, yeah. did she say that she could see like a lineup of people waiting for their yeah. chance to sit?" And then they right? started, yeah, they wow. started well, lining up at, at her that show point. last weekend. Yeah, she said she could see, kept seeing a German Shepherd running in, in and <laughs> oh, around right? the tables. <laughs> yeah, and she goes, "Who just put their dog down?" Oh no! Big German Shepherd, and this woman's like, "Ooh, you know, I just put my fluffy down," and there was a. Wow. And she said, "And she said, you got a new dog since, right?" She's like, "Yeah." She says, "Well, your your dog that passed away is quite aware that you got a new dog." <laughs> <laughs> she says, "He's not upset with you, but he's yeah. very aware that he's you've replaced him." Yeah. And she's like, "Oh man, yeah, let me come back and crap on your carpet now." Phantom, yeah. phantom crap. Yeah, there you go. Exactly. It, it it shows you though that you know there's there's some very legit uh, psychics out there. There's also you know some yep. yeah. There's a lot of uh, yeah bad uh, ones too. So, I mean, if, if you want to check Kelly's stuff out, it's fillingchairs.com. Right. And that she got that from Which she got from here, from yeah. Danny. And yeah. when she did uh, our podcast a long time ago, she said she actually got some people contact her from mm-hmm. Texas and wow. beyond. So that yeah. was cool. Thank she, you. She does, she does Skype sessions as well. Quite interesting. Quite the. Uh, you know, she impressed me. So like she always impressed me. I've never had a reading by her or, no. or anything. But getting all those names, and, it, yeah. And uh, there was one tragic story where she she gravitated towards the table right in front of me, and she said, "I she says I can smell yeah. poo." Yeah, she says I'm smelling manure. And then she said, "And I won't I won't say the name of the the kid. I'll ch- I'll change yeah. the name." She says, "I'm getting a little boy. His name is Kevin." Yeah, he was seven years old, and he he died because he fell in fell into a manure oh, yes. thing and drowned. Yeah, and this lady was like, oh my yeah. god!" And it was like her nephew, or right. And he had passed away wow. twenty five years ago. Wow! And there's no way you could know that. Oh no, no, exactly. you, know, you don't no. know who's coming to the show. That's right. Yeah, so you can't sit there and Google, and you wouldn't know who they're their nephews no. are that died 25 years ago <laughs> no, and no. things like that. And she got his name, his age, and exact way he died. And this poor lady was just like, oh, my God. And there was some other, like... But uh, she passed on a good message from that. Yeah, and she said he's with his grandpa, mm-hmm. and they hang out all day and play and wherever they are, and they do their thing, and yeah. So that's comforting. Somebody. So it was, it was neat, but the poor little guy... 
you know, ter- tragic deaths too. But little mm-hmm. Clarence and his goats and dogs yep. came through. And, wow. There's hope on the other side. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It makes you wonder. Yeah. Right? It does, yeah. yeah. So. And, you know, you mentioned, Danny, about the, the fakes. Yeah. There was a, I believe in the National Post, if somebody Googled it, fake psychic, there was a lady who took people to the tune of tens, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars. Yes. And as a group of people, and they, she convinced them that they were cursed, and she was regularly siphoning money from them. Now, she's finally been charged, charged in some kind of a fraud situation, but yeah. people never came forward because they were so embarrassed. Yeah. You know, so there's a lot of fakes out there. Right. You know, and uh, it happens all the time, but... Uh, Kelly, like we said from day one when we had her on, yeah, you knew it from before when I you knew. Yeah, she's the real deal. Like she really is. Freaks me out when I I think of the chain of events, like even through Kelly and now through this podcast, and then meeting you guys and you know Kelly and yeah. you know it's yeah. just all it like, all led to shock stock. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and, and if you we guys could were shocked, tell, if we was shocked. Tell some of those stories. Oh my God, that's a different podcast. Yeah, that's a totally that's different. A, yeah, that's X-rated, the X-rated, X-rated podcast. podcast. Yeah. yeah, and that's why I went to work because I didn't want to be yeah, whatever dragged through the sewer. But, <laughs> Well, Actually, I couldn't get out of work. We were thinking about so, you. I was so new at this. We story. only saw the clown once. Dressed he up. came around the corner there, and yeah, what's his character's name again? It, Art the clown. Art the clown. Art yeah, the clown. Yeah, he came around the corner. I saw him coming. It's like, oh boy. <laughs> and he stayed in character too, because he wouldn't talk. And I yeah. was trying to say, I was like, oh, I'm the I'm the podcast dude. And I said, oh, come see you later. And he was kind of like. Give me the wink, you know, and yeah. knock knuckles. So does, he doesn't speak then. In, in no, the, okay. All right. Yeah, you hear him in the in the interview, and it made me laugh. But he he also does a lot of voice acting. Okay, for yeah, he's cartoons. Been a, he's been and, in tons of video games. Yeah, and video games, cartoons, and, that. and stuff. And then he says, "It's so funny." He says, "But I'm more known for a character that doesn't, doesn't speak." Say a word. <laughs> wow, wow. Cool. I guess we'll wrap things up. Yeah, our mishmash show was, you know, we we had some stuff to catch up on and. Sure. We had a bunch of visitors here tonight. Yeah. Possible EVPs. If you hear them, let us know. And hope that they didn't mess with the, the sound quality. Yeah, if you pod. hear static, then that's it's, beyond our control. Yeah, it's this dickhead that's really not It's not Danny. <laughs> oh, jeez. All right. Thanks, guys. Phantom Faction Podcast. A podcast to educate, entertain, assist, and guide anyone involved or interested in the paranormal. To reach out to Phantom Faction, see our Facebook page or email us directly at phantomfaction at outlook.com.